Welcome to Therapist in Your Pocket, the podcast that's here to wrap you in warmth and sprinkle a little bit of sunshine in your life. I'm your host, Lucy Ellis, and I'm thrilled to have you here with me. I'm passionate about creating a safe space for open and honest conversations where we explore the depths of the human mind and heart. My mission is to enliven, inspire and enrich your life by helping you discover your inner strength, your worth, your uniqueness, your special source. Remember though that Therapist in Your Pocket is not a replacement for professional therapy. The insights and the advice shared here are meant to support and inspire, not to diagnose or replace individualised care. Your well-being is so unique and so personal to you. So self-responsibility is key. What we discuss may not be 100% applicable to your unique circumstances. So let's embark on this transformative journey together with an open heart and a spirit of exploration. You're in great hands and I'm here to guide you with warmth and understanding. Let's dive in. Hello, hello. And welcome to episode three. I am loving this. I get so excited. You should have seen the little happy dance I was doing because it's podcast day. It's podcast recording day and I love it. And I suppose I'm feeling a little bit high today because of the content that I'm going to be speaking to you about. One of my favourite, favourite Oh, well, I suppose every comment, I like, I get so biased and I'm so fickle. Whatever the conversation is that we're talking about that I love, I'll be like, it's my favorite thing. Um, But this is good because it makes you feel good. And I'm here to make you feel good. I want to help you feel good. I want to give you the tools, the techniques, the perspectives that are going to make you feel good. And one of the reasons I wanted to create this podcast today is because there is so much negativity in our world at the moment. There's so much sadness and despair and shock and horror and it's very easy for us to get hooked in to the negativity It's very easy for us to plug ourselves in and almost allow that negativity to pull us down. There's the big world stuff, but there's also the stuff that's happening, you know, around us and in our lives. There's constantly stuff happening. And so I'm here today to give you some different ways of looking at your life, in particular starting with you, looking at your life and really recognising that you can change it and you can change the way you look at your life and you can change the way you feel about your life 
And it's all, uh, you know, based around our thoughts and our visions of how our life is. And so the expertise that I'm bringing today is coming from my hypnosis background and how I support people to feel differently about themselves and about their life and about what they're wanting to create in their life as well. Um, when we're in, but first, let's, let's talk about negative thinking and um, critical judgmental thinking constantly and what it does to us and how it actually stops our growth. And I know you know this on some level, but I think it's sometimes it's very important that we highlight it and then we can go, because otherwise we're just kind of like, I call it the, we do the dying cockroach dance, don't we? We're just kind of flailing around with arms and legs flying everywhere and dropping into bed each night and getting up and doing the same thing. And if we're not actually aware of what we're doing each day, then we can't change it. And most of us are really being feeling trapped, isolated, and in a lot of pain and suffering from our negative thought processes. Because we can easily see what's not working in our life and that's the way our brain's wired. Our brain's wired to show us what's not working. And, but we look at this over and over and over again and we want it to be different, we want it to be changed, but we tend to just go loop-de-loop-de-loop on all the things that aren't working out for us. I'm just going to have a sip of water. I'm just getting over a cold. Um, And so I need to have many sips of water today during our podcast. So we have to learn how to direct our attention to what it is that we do want. Because we know what we don't want. What is it that we want And potentially looking at our life with rosy-coloured glasses. Now, this is not delusional, so don't get me wrong here. This is is not just, ah, la, la, you know, turning a blind eye to everything that's going wrong and I'm just going to look at my life um, and only see the good. Uh, This... This is not what I'm meaning here. Um, This is a practice of if you know that your head is making you unhappy for no apparent reason, if you're feeling like you could, you know, you've been through something but you're still holding on to something, maybe you've finalised a cycle but you've still uh, caught up in things and... Maybe, maybe, and I hear this a lot, everything is all right in my life, but I'm miserable and I'm still looking at everything that's wrong. We have to understand that our mind has an addictive uh, nature to it because if it gives us thoughts that that make us have a reaction, like an emotional reaction or a... 
bodily sensation, uh, then it's going. It recognizes, oh, this is important. I need to keep having this thought, and we just kind of get stuck in that loop. They're also very obsessive. We have obsessive thoughts. And we think potentially some of us are wired to think that if I think about everything, every possible thing that could go wrong, then I am prepared. Then I know what I'm walking into. And this is just tough, isn't it? I feel like this is the hard way to do life. Um, So I wanted to just flag with you that if you know me, you know I don't bypass pain and suffering. I think it's very important that we work with things that aren't working for us so that we can heal and move on and process and collect our wisdom and um, let it, you know, support us in our life. So... um, This is not what we're doing here when I'm going to be talking about how to look at your life in a positive light and how to start thinking more positively and how to design your life the way you want it. This is not what we're doing. We're not bypassing anything here. And I think it will be very obvious for you if you are able to move in this direction to have a look um, at your life through these, uh, with this new attention and direction, if you're able to take these practices that I give you and you can put them into practice and you can feel that lightness and you can um, enjoy it, then you know that you're able to do that and you're not kind of locked somewhere else that needs healing. But if you do struggle with this at all, then potentially there is something that really needs to be looked at, honoured, nurtured, loved and healed. So I just wanted to flag that with you before we got into it. So if you are ready, we understand that these negative thoughts are keeping us stuck. They're lowering our confidence, our self-esteem. They make us feel less than. They feed our not good enough muscle. They take our fantastic, beautiful life and they just put a grey tinge on everything and nothing feels right. However, despite what we're going through, we can still choose to have a positive attitude we can still choose to see the healing, the growth, the actionable steps that we can take toward lightness and joy and happiness even when we are moving through something hard. We can still be happy. We can carry both of these emotions with us. And this is down to our attitude. Our attitude will give us the energy we need to make the good life stuff happen to us and for us. So today I'm going to give you some hypnotherapy techniques that you can use to start to grow the strong, 
resources within you because another thing that the negative thought thinking does for us is it only strengthens our fear and our worry muscles um, and all the other insecurities that we have. Whereas in within you, you have so much other good source like strength and courage and bravery and resilience and calm and confidence and joy. And so when we feed the negativity, those fears, parts of us, they get bigger and stronger. And so Today, through these hypnosis techniques, we are going to be learning to feed the positive aspects of ourselves to grow our positive attitude to therefore be able to move through challenges, to move through hard times, feeling really good within ourselves. And Positive thinking helps us to, or our positive attitude, whatever you want to call it, helps us to see opportunities and raise our vibration to attract the things that we want to attract and make the most of our life. Of course, when we're negative, we can only, like our actual brain shuts down when we're negative. And it kind of creates more of a stress response in the body and the brain. And so, therefore, we can't see a way out of our pain and our problems because our brain actually shrinks and shuts down. And so, if you've ever tried to do something, you know, you may have heard that a stressed brain is a dumb brain. Whenever we are feeling uh, highly stressed or emotional, um, we're carrying some negative emotions or we're stressed, our, our body is under some stress, you might have seen that you do silly things. You, you, you're, um, you're thinking, your executive functioning goes out the window and you're really just operating from a reactive space and you make mistakes. For example, it's impossible to learn when you are in that state. You cannot put any other information into your brain because remember, where's all the blood gone? It's gone to your extremities to fight, flight, freeze And there's nothing going on in the brain. (laughs) And so um, unlike when we are feeling positive, when we are thinking more positively, there is an opening. Our body feels calm. We feel more receptive. Our mind is open to finding new possibilities new opportunities, and our vibration rises. We feel better. We know that through positive attitude, which then 
creates positive emotion, that that raises our vibration. So, of course, I've always said that there's never a, a, a bad emotion or a good emotion. They're all welcome and they all belong and they all have their place. However, emotions such as joy and love and hope and peace, they are one of the high they are up there on the highest vibration that we can um, be. And then, of course, all the fear and the worry and the shame and the guilt, that is a very low vibration. So if we're wanting to attract things into our life, we need to raise our vibration so that we start attracting those beautiful, light, joyful things that we want to have in our life. Otherwise, we're attracting from a very low vibration so that just creates more and more negativity, isn't it? Like I'm sure you can agree with me if you reflect over your life that when you have been feeling those lower, you know, kind of rutty feelings in your life, it just seems like next thing and the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. <sighs> and, it's, and it is exhausting and it is exhausting. And that's why I feel like that's the hard way to do life. But also, if we're not keeping in check with our emotions, um, sorry, our oh, emotions, but our thoughts, if we're not checking in on what's going on there, then we will naturally be inclined to drop down into those negative ways of thinking. And so that is kind of like the lazy but the hard way to do life. But if you are just keeping in check, and it feels good to do this, it feels good to have a positive attitude. And when you get to kind of um, ignite that, you then create this lightness, this positivity, this bubbly energy within you, and that feels fantastic so hopefully you're going to be excited to keep returning to these types of practices and also you will see that your life changes for the better significantly so we are going to hardwire our thoughts to think more positively so even if we have to do hard things, let's take, for example, a conversation that you need to have with a loved one, a hard conversation that you need to have. Maybe you're asserting a boundary or you're letting someone down or you're letting someone know how you're feeling about maybe having to make some big decisions. Now, there are two options. You can go into this conversation completely focused on how bad it's going to be and how much you're going to disappoint them and 
Um, the, or, or the other side of the coin could be um, they'd never listened to me. Why are they ever going to listen to me in this conversation? Um, if you go in there already flooded with horrible feelings and thoughts, it's not really a great start to the conversation, is it? Because you're already, A, coming from a place of being a victim in a way, already feeling defeated by the conversation before it's even happened and chances are that that conversation can blow out into something much bigger than it needed to be. Or the other option is you can go into that conversation with a feeling like it's going to be creating that beautiful spaciousness for healing in the relationship where you get to speak vulnerably and truthfully, where you're going to get out of the conversation what it is that you need and that you're going to show up in that conversation how you want to show up in that relationship and how you want to be in that relationship. Now that's going to be a much better state to have that conversation, isn't it? than if you were full of negativity. If you're feeling good and you can see that this conversation is going to be positive and helpful and healthy straight off the bat, you know that it's already, you're carrying this vibe into this conversation and already the, the tension or whatever, maybe there's no tension anyway, but the, the vibe of the conversation is going to feel easy easeful. So another example could be if you think about you want to go on a holiday, you want to take the family, the kids somewhere, you want to go overseas or you want to travel around Australia, you want to, you've had this dream or this yearning to do something like this for a long time and you can, you have two choices. You can rack yourself with worry about how we're going to do this, how we're going to do this, concerned about money and making it happen and what are the chances and feeling bad for not making it happen years ago. Chances are another year will go by where you're in the same predicament and hopefully you can see that there's a pattern here. How we think determines our life. So we have to change our thoughts so we can change our life. Alternatively, you can go, yep, we're doing it. We're doing it. And every day you can be focused on making this happen. And it's not about the how, it's about we are doing it. We, we all want it so bad that it's going to happen. And be so sure about it, visualizing, being there, creating the memories, enjoying the time. Can you see now that the brain starts opening up? 
your body starts to open up to the possibilities and the opportunities as opposed to that lack mindset, that lack um, mental uh, chatter that doesn't actually allow for the opportunities to come to you or your brain to think about the opportunities and the possibilities that could be available to you. So one concept that I want us to think about is you give life to what you give energy to. You give life to what you give energy to. So if you walk in to a messy kitchen, those bloody kids have come in here and they've made sandwiches and things and they've left sauce on the kitchen counter and food and crumbs and shit everywhere and you give energy to that, stress and tension and carry on and can't believe it and, you know, they're so disrespectful, then you're giving life to the mess, the disrespect, the you're giving life to how that hurts you as a person, you're giving life to the stress that's around that. Or you don't have to give that any life, which means you don't have to give that any attention. If you focus on love and kindness and service and loving, supportive relationships, then, the, then that's what we get more of in our life. And then the conversation with the, the children looks very different. It looks like... Oh, sweetheart, you must be busy. What's going on for you in your life today? It doesn't mean that you can't have the conversation around, you know, just cleaning up after yourself. But it also creates an opening and an understanding for them to lean in. And to feel safe with you. And that's what you've given life to is the relationship. Or you can give life to the mess and the disrespect. Which creates friction, stress. And also it creates a disconnection in your relationship. So what is life? Well, you know, if you give life to what you give energy to, I've just given you one example, but let's think about like thoughts. Thoughts are life. We walk into the kitchen, our thoughts create the life. Our attention, where we choose, what we choose to focus on is life. And that's what grows. Attitude is life. 
what we talk about is life. How we talk is life. So we all have things that we want to be different. We all have challenges. The beauty is to see what the message is and then um, be able to choose where we want to water, where we want to direct our attention, where we want, how we want to think about it, how we, what attitude we want to create from this. And there's always a medicine that we can get from the hard times that we're going through. As we move through these challenges, we collect wisdoms. And we focus and we give life to the wisdoms. Instead of focusing so much on the drama, the, the he said, she said, we said. The, the acts of others or the things that you can't control anyway. You get to choose what you give life to. So let's uh, take a moment for you to think about what you're going through right now. Something, you know, could be something small, could be something really big. Just take a moment to see what you're going through right now and see what is the wisdom, what is the lesson or what is that heart-opening moment? What can I choose? How can I choose to look at it differently? And where is a good place for me to give life to in this moment? my thoughts, my attitude, my attention. And then notice in your body how much lighter you might be feeling just through that little change of where I'm going to put my attention what I'm going to put life into, what I want to grow and harvest. I don't know what wise meditation, yogic mindfulness teacher said this, but I'm pretty sure it was some beautiful guru Oh, I think it was Michael Singer, probably Michael Singer, the author of um, The Untethered Soul. He's incredible. I think I got this from him. He said, we don't have a life problem. We have a thinking problem. Because we're all going to have challenges and obstacles, but that's what we've signed up for. That's what we're here for. We're here to collect the wisdom and move through this next layer so that we can, you know, feel free um, or evolve. So, so 
no one is getting through this life unscathed. But we focus on having a life problem, but really it's about the way we think about what we're going through that causes us the most pain and the most suffering. It's a thinking problem that we have, not a life problem. Because think about it. Think about it. (laughs) Um, If we don't get what we want or we get what we don't want, we're negative, we're down, we're stressed, we're talking about it, we're giving life to it, our attitude goes down, it affects our vibration, we lose hope, we lose desire, it takes over our whole entire life, we can't think about anything else, it affects our sleep, our energy, boom. And then we stamp 2023 as the worst year of our life. But then when we get what we want, oh, when I get what I want, I feel great. We feel amazing. But only for a very short period of time. It's not, it it doesn't fulfill us forever, you know. We're always needing, looking, grabbing, grasping for the next thing. So it's a real spiritual journey, a spiritual awakening to be able to move through life keeping joy and happiness and positivity regardless of what we're going through. So today I really want you to – I want to challenge you on being able to cultivate – this positive attitude, be more open in your body, more open in your heart, less closed off to the world, have your own back and know that the universe has got your back too, but really you have your back and you know that you can move through these things, that every challenge that comes up is just a new learning, a new upgrade, a new feeling, a new experience. And then if we can if we can cultivate this, we are just we're on fire. The, you know, we can go and be ourselves, express who we are, be who we are, live a life of enjoy and abundance. And so there are Two rules, I suppose, uh, with regards to how we think about things in our life. It's the pictures we make in our head and the words we say to ourselves. And of course, probably three, the emotions that are connected to that. But if our pictures are good and our words are good, our emotions are naturally going to change as well. And this is, I suppose, the foundation of hypnosis. When I'm with a client and they're telling me about how they're feeling, you know, the the negative space, I'm thinking about how to change the picture 
and how to change their words, which will in, in help them create a different feeling and a different opening and a whole new world. So let's see what we can do today to keep our vibe high um, and being able to keep that positive attitude regardless of what we're going through. So we can visualise our beautiful life and love our life and actually be, actually um, not controlling our life because remember that that just brings us pain and suffering as, as well, but working on with our vibe high, attracting in, creating, designing our life with not grasping and holding on and, you know, not letting go, but with openness in our heart and openness in our body and calmness and confidence. And we can do this and it feels fantastic. And there are two paths that we can choose to go down in life. One of pain and suffering or one of healing, peace, joy, happiness, being in unique flow and love. And it's obvious which one we want to follow. And it's also very, you know, normal (laughs) that we have been stuck down the, the wrong path, the path that's not really where we want to be in life. But guess what? You can Change the path you're on like right this very minute and it's all through choice. You can jump across to the other path and I call it the path on the right and I use this in some hypnosis scripts. The path on the right, it's the right path to your health, your happiness and your success. And on this path of the right, you are in control of how you're, how you're feeling at any given moment and you can achieve your goals. You can live your life with inter- integrity and confidence and passion and follow your heart. You know, the path on the right, it's full of love beams and sunshine So let's play. Let's do this. Let's do this thing. Are you coming with me on the path on the right? Or are you going to stay in the miserable path on the left? Like, it's a no-brainer. So let's shake up our life and get ourselves on the right path using these hypnosis techniques. Well, the first one's probably not a hypnosis technique, but um, I think it's very important that we talk about it because it's very, it's one of the key things that we can do for our life to shift to like, it's like one of the first things as well to shift our mindset and that is gratitude. Um, It's a brilliant one. 
And you need to be doing it like right now, right this very minute. Stop and be grateful. We know that there are many reasons to boost our mood and hardwire our brain for more positive thinking Um, and even within the shittiest moments of our life, we can still maintain and cultivate this gratitude feeling within. So right this very minute, take a look around. Take a look around right where you are right now. Be present with right where you are right now. And choose something that you can be grateful for right here, right now. I feel like I have a million things to be grateful for right now, but one, that I'm doing this podcast, and two, that I've got my cute little doggo sitting by my feet, snoring. Maybe you can hear his little snores come through the microphone. And when you find that one thing that you can be grateful for in this very moment, I want you to think about five reasons why you're grateful for this one moment. Five reasons. And for me, I get to be at home recording this podcast with my with my gorgeous little fluffy dog as, com- as, as company. And that would be my second, bleeding into my second one. I feel he comforts me, reassures me, is just here with me whenever I want a little scratch on the head and give him some love. He's here and waiting for it. And the third... Grateful is that I know he's getting on, he's getting old and it feels so good for me to know that I, he can be with me every day because I get to work from home. And the fourth one is he makes me laugh <laughs> throughout the day with his funny little antics. And the fifth one is that he actually encourages me to be more gentle because he is blind. He's 100% blind and he can't find his way out. And he's always under my feet and he's always getting in the way and he's always going in the wrong direction, poor darling. And although it brings up some irritation in me, I'm reminded constantly that he needs me. And so just even sharing those, see how when you do the five reasons, my my heart's cracked open, my eyes are stinging, I'm connected and that's what gratitude does. And now you're feeling gratitude for where you're at in the moment. You can now direct that gratitude, you're primed, you're primed and you're ready to go. Like I'm feeling open and full of love and full of connection. And now you can look at a situation that has been hard for you recently. You can look at this with gratitude. Take a moment that's been hard for you and be thankful for something within that hard moment or that hard time. Find one thing. Maybe you had wonderful support from someone. 
Maybe you found courage that you never knew you had. Maybe there was laughter that you could laugh at a funny moment in amongst the chaos. Spend time being grateful for this moment and uh, for being able to look back at this challenge or in a challenge that you're experiencing now and then again do the five reasons the five reasons are very important because the five reasons because it's easy to go oh yeah I had good support that that's bland isn't it it's benign it's uh, it's oh yeah but if we go five reasons why was that support so good for me in that moment it cracks you open We want to be cracked open. It helps us to remember our brain, oxytocin. It allows our um, body and our brain, our mind to feel connected with someone. Instantly we feel less alone and we're then ready to create new opportunities for ourselves. So if you want to, I'd love to know what your gratitude is for this challenging time that you're going through and five reasons why you're grateful for that. You can go ahead and you can email me at hello at lucyellis.com.au. You can send me a message on Instagram um, or Facebook Wherever you go to follow me, I'd really love it. I'd really love it. So now we have spent a moment being grateful. Let's spend a moment getting clear on what we want our situation to look like instead. And I don't mean that we're going to change it, but we can um, definitely go, well, we know what's not working, so what do I want? How do I want to feel instead? What do I want it to look like instead? And for some of you, this may come very easily. But if you've been on that, the road on the left, the negative Nancy road for a long time, you might be a little bit stuck in exactly what it is that you want because, you you know, um, you might, you, you know, we spoke about the brain doesn't work when we're in negativity mode and it's, you hopefully you're not there after doing the gratitude practice but I've got a few questions for you if you're really struggling to think about what it is that you want so get yourself a pen and paper Um, some of you can skip this step because you've already you know what you want Um, and then for if you're really struggling to think about what what is it that I want then just take some moment quiet and calm, reflective time and ask yourself these, what have I got, one, two, three, four, five questions. Very simple questions. What makes me happy? What are my values? What's my favourite memory? What would I do if there were no limits? Take away all your responsibilities, take away all the people in your life and what would you do if there were no limits? And then ask yourself, what don't I want? 
And then from the I, what I don't want is you can look at the opposites. Just, you know, you can say, well, what's the opposite of that? And you can start to see what it is that you actually want. So after doing that, after knowing what it is, <clears throat> after feeling into what it is that you want, um, and really this is very much a right brain kind of activity. It's not so much strategically thinking about what would be good, what would be best, what would be great. It's going, how does my body feel about the things that I want? That's very important to know. Then this is a visualisation process where you think about yourself actually doing the things that you want in your life. See yourself on holidays. Visualise yourself moving house or in a new home or in a loving relationship. Be in it. Feel what it feels like to be your healthiest self. Standing on top of a mountain, if that's your jam, whatever it is for you. Visualise yourself in that uh, space where you've where you've got it, where you've got it, where you've got it. It might just be that if you know that you just want to feel happy in the home and visualize yourself with your children and a partner if you have one, or maybe you're wanting wanting one and just imagining it all beautiful and happy and having fun and laughing. So see yourself there doing the thing. Imagine the smile, the the love, the touch, doing the things. And then there's the – so that's kind of like um, a very strong hypnosis technique that all of us do in order to support somebody to believe – that they can feel and have what it is that they want to feel and have. So after you see yourself there doing the thing, then you can start to use words. You can say to yourself, because what we say to ourselves matters. So we're going to choose things that we're going to say to ourselves in this positivity and also you might have noticed that whilst you're doing this visual exercise, you're starting to feel the emotions that come with having that. And we want to anchor that in. We want to anchor this emotion and this feeling and this visual in. Um, and we want to like say something that, that feels inspiring and enriching and positive and energizing and it gets you excited The whole point here is to get you excited for your life. So some things that you might like to say, I make my dreams come true. My life is a masterpiece. I'm inspired by my life. My relationships are nourishing. I feel supported in life. I'm strong. I'm confident. I make happy memories with my family. I make money easily. My life is fun. And you can, you know, go for it. 
go for it and and create your own positive, enriching, inspiring, present words that you can say to yourself when you're visualising this beautiful life that you're calling in. So they are the tips, being grateful, envisioning yourself having achieved the thing or the difference in the life, saying these positive words to yourself and feeling the emotions of that success, of that achievement, of that beauty in your life, that peace in your life, whatever it is that you're after. All of this helps lead your subconscious mind to your desired outcome. So it's training your mind to create this life that you want. This is a consistent practice that you need to do. And I always tell my clients to um, listen to the audio, the hypnosis audio before they go to bed each night or and then have a quiet reflective time in the morning once more. This helps trains the subconscious mind that we're focusing what what we're focusing on and what we can do to stay grateful, positive and on track for our dream life and how we want to show up in our life. So um, following I, I would imagine if you could just do this for 30 days, 30 days um, and you won't want to stop because there's always something that we can be, you know, harnessing and focusing on and, and supporting our subconscious mind to create these changes in our life. I would just love to hear from you and see how that unfolds for you in your life and how you can actively choose the path on the right. And there are so many other ways that we can choose to kind of remain like things that we can do to support this road on the right, the positive road, the healthy road to achieving all of your life's goals. Um, and they are, you know, the, the ones that we all know, like crank the music, have a little jiggle, um, share a compliment with someone. If you see someone looks nice, tell them. Or text a friend and tell them how much, that, like if your gratitude was that somebody really supported you through a hard time, make sure you let them know from your heart. Get outside in nature, eat really well, clear some clutter, clean up around you, go for a walk. Uh, to, if, when you're doing your gratitude practices, tell the people that were in your gratitude practice shake around for two minutes. Um, literally moving the energy helps you to re stay in this positive mindset. So they're just some of other things that you can do to support yourself in this. Um, and And make the beautiful... But like my favourite part is visualising those beautiful, positive things that I'm bringing into my life, those feelings that come with knowing that this is my beautiful, positive life. And when you get to make these pictures positive and when you feel the beautiful feelings that come with knowing this and the words your whole life changes in the most extraordinary way. So 
I hope you're going to make the pictures and the words change in your mind so that you can create your most ideal life. And I want to hear all about it. And this actually leads us into our next episode, uh, segment of this episode, which is the self-care bank. As you know, I have a self-love bank. It's a list of 128 ways to love yourself. And each week on the podcast, I share with you one of those self-care activities that can support this, you to just deepen that relationship with yourself. And so today, today, in in conjunction with the podcast topic, this week, we're creating a vision board. A vision board. So after you do the practices from this podcast, you're pretty primed to get going on all your vision board, you know, creating this beautiful vision board for yourself. Um, And this acts as another way to work with your mindset and your subconscious where you get to literally design your life. So how does a vision board work? I don't know if you've um, had time to think about this, but how it helps your subconscious mind is it works through a process called value tagging. So when you look at images on a vision board, this primes your brain to grasp opportunities which may otherwise have gone unnoticed. So this process is known as like value tagging, which is where the brain imprints important things into your subconscious and filters out unnecessary information. So isn't that so cool? Like this is what we do when we use hypnosis as well. We're telling your brain what's the most important thing and forget all the other stuff. So um, if you know of Dr. Swart's um, work, she's a neuroscientist, medical doctor, executive advisor, and she's written a book called The Source or Source basically sharing how to open your mind to change your life. Walking you, you know, she talks about value tagging, but she says, um, a quote from her is, the brain assigns a higher value to images than written words on a to-do list. And the more you look at those images, the more those images move up in importance. So from the beginning of time, we have... Definitely always we think in pictures and that's how we first communicated was in pictures and symbols. So this makes a lot of sense and this is why I ask my clients to listen to their hypnosis recordings um, or visualise themselves doing the things that you want to do that make you happy um, and repeating these positive statements to yourself tells your brain that this is the most important thing and this is what gives you 
this is what helps you to yeah um, create that beautiful life for yourself so vision boards also work because of the proven and powerful benefits of the visualization and that's what we know from countless studies that the brain sees life or the brain sees um, little differences between something happening and a strongly imagined vision of it so when you imagine that you already have the things and the experiences on your vision board your brain begins to believe that it's true and experiences the positivity associated with these things, the feelings, which makes you more likely to take the actions you need to make it a reality. But it, what it also does is it opens the brain for the possibilities and the actions. Because when we're in the, the negative Nancy lane on the left, we're not going to be able to have the energy to take the action and we're not going to be open to the possibilities of that, right? So the other important way that vision boards have a positive effect on your brain is through repetition. So it's really important. I know a lot of people, I have heard of a lot of people that say, make the vision board and then just forget about it and throw it away. And I understand, not throw it away, but like, you don't have to look at it. You don't have to look at it. Just release it, let it go. And I get that because going back to, you know, um, the very beginning where I spoke about we're not we're only happy when we get the things that we want um, and we're unhappy when we don't. So it's like that clinging on to what that is. So for me, a vision board is this is what I'm creating. I'm the master of my world. I'm attracting this into I'm visualizing this. This is what I want. And it cultivates those beautiful feelings. It creates the opportunities. It creates the um the brain spaciousness and ways to make things happen for ourselves. Um, but it's not like a, I'm, it's not coming from a negative space. I need to have this. Well, that would just be, no, that's not going to happen anyway when it comes from that. So making the vision board and putting it into a place where you're looking at regularly, ideally twice a day. So I like, again, um, next to your bed is a great place because you you wake up and you see it and you go to bed and you see it. And you don't, like, I think at first you're going to start thinking about your goals and what, what you're bringing into your life, but eventually it becomes a subconscious thing. And the subconscious sees it, sees it, sees it over and over and over again. And then it raises it to be that's the most important thing. Dr. Swart explains that one key reason for this is that usually when you try something new, the brain activates the stress response and releases cortisol and adrenaline um, because new things are scary to the brain. However, when you repeatedly look at images that are related to your goals, the brain no longer sees them as new, which means that you're more able to take action and embrace opportunities. Remember, the cortisol shuts down the brain, but when you get used to seeing it, you relax and your nervous system upgrades and you're like, yeah, it's mine. Yes, I can have this life. Yes, I'm going to make this life happen for me. So uh, this is very important. Um, 
that we start placing what it is that we want in our life. It's like the same thing about uh, being around the five people that you are the average of the five people that you hang out with. So make sure that you're hanging out with awesome people, positive people, because you will naturally become positive. That's the way we resonate with um, life. And it's the same way that hypnosis works for getting over a fear of flying or driving or needles or anything that scares you. When we put ourselves in the... So, so as a hypnosis uh, therapist, hypnotherapist, I put people in to hypnosis but put them through that situation where they see themselves doing the thing that, that scared them but feeling confident, calm and happy... And then that just becomes an easy transition into their real life where they're able to get on a plane and feel confident, calm and happy. And although their conscious mind is like, what the hell, this is unusual, um, it's through that same process where we have taken the cortisol from the brain and allowed the mind and the brain to be in a state of openness and positivity. So now that you're a little bit more familiar with the neuroscience and the reasons behind creating a vision board, I'm going to just give you uh, some guidance or some practical tips for how you can create your own vision board if you've never made one before. And I know we're it's like November, Lucy, don't you do that in January? Well, no, there's no right or wrong time to do a vision board. In fact, I think it's now is a beautiful time to think about what it is that you're wanting to build the energy towards so that when you launch yourself into January, you are sorted. You don't have to think about it. Um, It's already starting to happen for you. So um, the first step, I suppose, is to create the time and the space to build your vision board. I know that we are busy people And we have busy lives and generally these things are taken to the back burner and the struggle is real, I get it, but that's only if we're on negative Nancy Road. So we're we're hopping over into the path on the right, which is the right path for you and finding some space. Look at your diary right now, iron out some time and say, that's my day. Get the kids involved. So they can make their own. Maybe the whole family can get involved if you like. So that's the first thing. The second one is to get your materials together. Um, It's time to... And also you don't have to be fancy about this. You, You can do it on a piece of A4 paper. You can do it on a piece of cardboard paper. You can do it in an art journal. You can do it on a pid board, you can do it on a canvas, whatever works for you. Um, You'll also need to source some images Um, and this could be like how good is Google. You can just go on Google and print some out or maybe you've got magazines um, or photos. Of course, you'll need scissors and glue or pins or whatever medium you're working with. It feels good to do the hand-on creative approach, but of course you can do a digital one like Pinterest or Canva. 
you can create your own digital board. But I still, because we remember we need to look at it um, several times a day or a couple of times a day at least. And so therefore I would suggest that you um, print it out. Even if you do do a digital one, you print it out. Or you could potentially put it as a screensaver on your phone or your desktop. That would be cool. Um, And then you're getting in that um, visual um, each day. The third thing is to set your intention and create an inspiring and reflective mood. We want you to be in um, right brain, like where you're not judging, you're not getting all hoity-toity, you're not <laughs> hoity-toity about where things need to be. and But really just drop in, put some beautiful music on, some essential oils in a diffuser, burn a uh, light a candle, create an inspiring mood, and just get get into it. Roll up your sleeves and just have fun. The fourth uh, tip is for you to spend some time journaling on or reflecting on what it is that you want maybe you just listening to this podcast go back to those those little questions that I asked you um, or just um, thinking about your vision or what it is that you want for 2024 maybe you could think about that if you wanted to just do a year long I like vision boards that for a year um, but there's no time limit on uh, you know that you can do it for over 10 years if you like um write the things that are most important to you in your life write freely um don't hold back think about uh, your family your friends your life work creativity spirituality your community your well-being uh your lifestyle Finances, hobbies, home life, holidays, charity, romance, social life. What would it all look like? You know, there's no limit. Um, and then the the fifth step is just to start building that, that vision board, building your board. Don't overthink it. Um, just allow yourself to choose the images that feel right. Um, the words, the colours, the quotes that you're drawn to, cut them out and arrange them in a way that feels just meaningful to you and beautiful to you. You might like to group them into themes that reflect different areas of your life. Um, But you do you, let yourself go. And then the final step, step six, is to place your vision board in uh, like somewhere that you'll see it. So like I said, next to your bed, on your laptop, on your screensaver, um, where you can look at it um, at least twice a day so that your com- brain can get used to it and then you start resonating towards that and then these positive benefits and these opportunities come your way and you feel amazing and it's all bloody fantastic. Um, yeah, and that is our self-care activity this week. And even if you don't do it this week, you can go ahead and have it as something that you do plan for 
the beginning of next year. So there we go. As we wrap up today's episode, I want you to carry this truth with you that your life is a story waiting to be written and you are the one that holds the pen. Every decision, every dream, every moment of positivity is a sentence in that epic tale of your life, your vision board. It's not just a collage, it's a roadmap to the extraordinary life that you're destined to create. So step into the authorship of your own narrative. Embrace the exciting chapters that lie ahead and with each small act, you're adding pages to the books, to the, your book of your life and to the book of your dreams. The future is unwritten and exciting. The possibilities are boundless. So get ready to turn the next page with anticipation and excitement as your story is unfolding and the best chapters are yet to come. Keep dreaming, keep living, keep writing your unique, remarkable story. See you next week.